Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. The New York Giants wore deep blue uniforms and the Dallas Cowboys wore white. This was very handy for both teams because even in the fast-moving confusion of an offensive drive, it was easy to tell which players were on which side. There was no risk of tackling your teammate. When it comes to telling apart healthy cells from invaders, your innate immune system is a pro. Your adaptive immune system, which is a much newer invention by evolutionary standards, still needs help recognizing a friendly uniform. This is Colleen Shaddix for the Yale Office of Public Affairs talking with Ruslan Mejitov, an immunobiologist who studies the intersection of the innate and adaptive immune systems. So if my innate immune system is so much better at recognizing danger than my adaptive immune system, why didn't evolution just leave well enough alone? Well, it actually did in many cases because innate immune system is universal and exists in all animals and plants, whereas adaptive immune system is only found in a tiny fraction of animals, only mm -hmm. in vertebrates, which is only about 1% of animals. So most animals and plants can exist uh, without adaptive immune system, and they do pretty well in defending themselves from infections. However, in invertebrates, uh, adaptive immune system appeared some four or five hundred million years, million years ago, and the reason why it appeared is uh, presumably has to do with uh, differences in, um, in biology of vertebrates, including their increased lifespan, mm -hmm. and their increased ability to adapt to new niches and to explore new uh, new, new uh, ecological environments. And the reason for that is because adaptive immune system provides the ability of uh, um, remembering the past infections and dealing uh, with reinfections much better, uh, a characteristic that the innate immune system lacks. And by having this ability to learn the pathogenic environment mm -hmm. and to res to respond better to reinfections, adaptive immune system provided this uh, strong selective advantage, and that's why it uh, evolved in vertebrates. So it makes us more versatile, even it if we're a little more vulnerable absolutely. sometimes. Absolutely. It, it, it's much more versatile, and uh, it it's useful for animals that have long lifespan, that have um, the ability to adapt to new environments. And uh, in this way, it's uh, indispensable for, for vertebrates. Now, you study some of the factors that keep our adaptive immune systems working well and from actually turning against us. What are some of the missing pieces of the puzzle that you're looking at? Well, there are many missing pieces of the puzzle. Uh, there are many fundamental questions that are still not understood. But to give one example, uh, something that is almost completely unknown is the reason why we can mount an allergic immune response mm -hmm. and uh, why allergy is, exists and why it's so prevalent. So allergy is the, an inappropriate adaptive immune response to innocuous antigens, some innocuous components of the environment, for example, uh, proteins found in the food or mm -hmm. in, in the air. And normally the immune response is induced uh, um, upon infection when innate immune system detects infection. Allergic immune response is induced in the absence of infection. And if the agent that triggers the allergic response, if it's prevalent in the environment, uh, that can result in allergic diseases. 
and how that works is almost completely unknown. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the big puzzles that we are addressing now. And uh, uh, underlying idea is that uh, the allergens, the agents that can trigger this kind of responses, mimic some aspects of infection. And that results in the confusion in the innate immune system that triggers this inappropriate response. So when we treat allergies, when we t treat things, take things like antihistamines, we're not really addressing the root cause of the allergy. We're just stopping the symptom. Exactly. Uh, the, all the uh, currently used treatments for allergy, they deal with the consequences of the uh, allergic response, not with the causes uh, that initiate the response. The causes are almost completely unknown. What happens when an innate and adaptive immune system aren't communicating well? Well, uh, this can result in a variety of uh, disorders of the immune system, including uh, autoimmune diseases. And I'll give one example that's uh, very uh, uh, informative and interesting, and it has to do with the distinction between pathogenic microorganisms and commensal microbes. Commensal microbes uh, uh, colonize uh, uh, our tissues, and especially intestine and skin, and uh, there are trillions of bacteria that live within us, and there are more bacterial cells than human cells in the human body. And the immune system has to be able to distinguish between one type of microbes from another, and it should respond to, to pathogenic microbes and uh, and kill and eliminate them, and at the same time it should uh, leave the commensal microbes alone. Mm -hmm. And that's normally how it works in a healthy uh, organism. But sometimes there could be, there can be uh, situations of this type of miscommunication when the innate immune system can mistakenly recognize commensals as pathogens and uh, trigger the immune response against commensals. And because commensals are basically part of our body, this is very similar to autoimmune response. Mm -hmm. And that can result, unfortunately, in very serious uh, diseases, such as uh, Crohn's disease and ulcerative so colitis. So your body's attacking itself, essentially. Exactly. Body attacking uh, our own components, which are, in this case, commensal bacteria. You had a paper over the summer that was very exciting because it looked at the roots of a lot of chronic inflammatory conditions. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, so the research over the past 10 years or so have revealed that many human diseases, especially uh, modern human diseases, have uh, an inflammatory component at their basis. And this type of inflammation, which is chronic inflammation, is associated with dis diseases such as type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. obesity, neurodegenerative diseases, and cancer, um, and cardiovascular diseases. And the reason that inflammatory response even exists under this condition is not very is not clear. And so the idea is that all these modern human diseases they have to do with <coughs> a dramatic change in uh, our lifestyles compared to the lifestyle of humans uh, that existed at the time that our biology was shaped by mm -hmm. evolution some hundred thousand years ago, and. Uh, for example, uh, the uh, abundance of food and um, lack of exercise and so on, these are all very unusual, uh, unusual conditions for human body. So because of that, there are many uh, maladaptive changes that happen uh, um, in modern, uh, associated with modern lifestyle. Um, and 
inflammation generally is designed to help deal with malfunctions and stress. And, and the types of malfunctions that we experience now, our bodies didn't evolve to deal with. For mm-hmm. example, our bodies didn't evolve to deal with obesity, with a huge abundance of uh, nutrients. And that can result in uh, a response that normally is supposed to be protective and uh, adaptive, uh, results in uh, in this chronic uh, inflammatory state that now turns against us and it actually perpetuates this uh, lack of normal homeostasis mm-hmm. that can result in all kinds of imbalances in, in, in endocrine system and other physiological systems and that underlies many modern human diseases. As you gain a better understanding of what prevents the immune system from working well, is that pointing you toward ways to make it function better? Yes, absolutely. And the, the best Example uh, is the uh, the current efforts in the development of vaccines. Vaccines um, is uh, one of the best promises of biomedicine to human health. And available vaccines that do work, uh, they do wonders. They mm-hmm. save uh, millions of lives. Unfortunately, we still don't know how to make vaccines. The vaccines that currently are available, they're available because of... Um, empirical findings, mm-hmm. not because we knew how to make them. And this uh, ability to rationally design vaccines is something that is uh, uh, we are, uh, is something that's still missing, but the current level of knowledge of the innate and adaptive immune system will help us to develop vaccines rationally, to develop some principles based on which we can say that this is how we need to make a vaccine to to this pathogen versus this pathogen, something that's been missing in the last uh, 100 years of immunology. Thank you. That was Ruslan Mejitov, the David W. Wallace Professor of Immunobiology at Yale University, discussing his research on the innate and adaptive immune systems.